Hey mamas, welcome to Mama You're Not Crazy. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Katie, mama of four from Dominican Republic and currently living in New Jersey. And I'm Jess, mama of a beautiful baby girl from Colombia, living in Orlando, Florida. We hope you find comfort in this new episode. Hey mamas and welcome to another new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And this is episode seven, which is, I can't believe I was just telling Jess like, oh my God, episode seven. Um, This one is called um, family support, having family support during tough times. I feel like this is a subject that everyone can relate to, many people, um, especially when it comes to mental health. Um, Jess and I were speaking about this topic uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, She was kind of going through a situation and she reached out. She's like, hey, we should just do a topic about this. So, um, hey, Jess. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing much better than many days I've had. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we were saying that um, that when you have your tough days, I have my tough, my good days, and I have my tough days, you have um, good good days, days, and then we're able to kind of balance each other out, we're able to reach out to each other, and I think that's very important that we have someone there so we can have that support and listen to us, especially when you feel like you have family, close loved ones that don't understand you. It's important to have someone at least that can listen to you. Yeah. So this is a, a very good topic. Yeah. Well, first of all, bef- before we start, um, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing better today. Today is a much better day, but this whole week was very tough. Um, things were just happening back to back where I just felt like I couldn't catch a break. But um, today, um, you know, just one of those moments where you get that, you know, that little piece of moment that you get where you're like, oh, my God, like, I just feel so blessed. Why was I even stressing about this? Why was I even acting like this? Like, I feel so much better. Like, be thankful for what you have. And, um, yeah, just watching my daughter this morning get her a little award was very um, touching in my heart. And I felt like we came a long way. And you guys don't really know the story much, go to my Instagram and check the last post out because I go um, a little bit into detail about that. But today I'm having such a better day. Hopefully it's remain like this for the rest of the week. <laughs> but I mean, you know, nothing's perfect. Uh, everybody's going to have their good days and their bad days. It's always going to be like that. Always, no matter what we we try to do, especially when you're trying to do good for yourself and trying to do good things in your life, I feel like there's always trials and tribulations that are going to come. And that's where I feel like I'm at right now. So we just have to put on our armors and fight, pray, mm-hmm. and and keep mo- and keep going. But I hear you much better in your voice. Yeah. You're having a, a good day, a good week. I've been having a good week, actually, in general. That's I think awesome. I think that this is the first week in a very long time that I haven't had anxiety every single day. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting into a more healthy routine and I'm being more conscious about what I'm eating and drinking more water. I don't know if it's because I'm, I've, I've been drinking two gallons of water every single day. And I don't know if it's because 
um, detoxing from sugars, which really, really trigger anxiety. Yeah, it does. And I'm feeling much better. And all these processed food that we tend to eat and we don't realize the damage that we're, you know. You're you're actually you're actually making mental <laughs> health your biatch right now. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing because you're talking about getting healthy. You're talking about working on yourself. You're talking about doing all these things that we were talking about and mentioned and making our the episode that we did making mental health your biatch. So you are doing your thing, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that we spoke about this. <laughs> we spoke about this in one of our episodes that I want, I had a time where I was talking to my little sister and she was, she was very um, honest with me and I realized that no one will come to rescue me. Nope. I have to rescue myself. I have to That's right. get out of this myself. And as much as I want my family to have a little understanding of what I'm going through and what I'm feeling in my brain, um, I wish I, 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 they, they understood, but I, I'm, I can't. I can't blame them for not understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's me. It's I am the only one that can get out of bed. I am the only one that chooses to go work out to yes. feel better, chooses to eat healthier to get better, chooses to, mm-hmm. um, you know, have this routine to mentally be stable. And especially if you are, if you're an anxious person, if you're a depressive person, if you have a certain mental condition. Mm-hmm you have to realize that no one will come rescue you. Yep. And if you if you think that someone is going to come rescue you and you feel like going to the doctor, getting them on antidepressants and being sleepy all the time, sleeping all the time and just avoiding situations is the way you're going to go about life, you're not going to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna, I've, I've been there for so many years, avoiding my trauma, avoiding past uh, relationships that hurt me, re- avoiding so many things. I never faced them. And I was swallowing all of this resentment. I was swallowing all of these things that were hurting me. And it got to a point where it all came out. It all came out and mm-hmm. I was losing many things in the way until I realized if I don't free myself from mm-hmm. resentment, if Nobody I else is going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. If I don't get into a routine, a healthier routine, I, I'm, I'm probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's hard to live with a mental uh, illness, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like to call it a mental illness, honestly, because I feel like every single person at some point suffers from anxiety. Yeah. We all do. We Some people tend to, you know... Get um, a little worse than manage others. Manage it better. Manage manage it better it. than yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I feel like I'm getting to that point where forgiving and, you know, trying to be more co- understanding of other people's feelings and ways of being. There's people that are mean. There's people that are, you know, s- selfish. There's people that are that yeah. are just the way they are and you have to accept it. And no matter and, what you do, sometimes exactly. you're just never gonna satisfy change everyone or change anyone. Or change anyone. You, that's a t- that's one of been the toughest pill that I've had to swallow in my life. That I have to realize I cannot change anyone, no matter how much I try to make them understand something. 
it's tough because when you really love the person and you're trying just for them to get a little bit of understanding of where you're coming from and they're not and they have a closed mind especially in our hispanic culture that they are very much of with especially with mental health they brush it off a lot yeah so it's very very it's a very tough pill to swallow when you just like can't you just understand me or support me and in reality you just can't you just can't change anyone and the only one that can take that step to make it better like you were saying is yourself you're your own rescuer your own hero you're your own person you have to push for yourself if yeah. no one is going to do it for you yeah oh. and we're you know there's, there's just so many things to mental health and physical health in general mm-hmm. and you just sometimes i think that there there's just so many factors to our own health and you know technology is growing each day mm-hmm. so processed food is growing more and more that industry grows more and oh more. yeah and it's the it's cheapest never, one because and it's never gonna go away <laughs> nope everything that makes us unhealthy it's never gonna go away because those are the things that people unfortunately feel more curious about or like more we are we we rather go to mcdonald's because it's fast and it's you know satisf- a satisfying uh food that makes us you know it's junk food we like to eat junk food and it's cheaper because let me exactly. tell you something if you hungry as heck because i'm i've been guilty to it you hungry as heck. You don't have you don't have the time to go um boil some veggies or do this or that. Uh, actually, vegetables also are more expensive. Yeah, depending different things. What are you gonna do? Go through a drive through because it's so convenient and a dollar exactly. menu and grab yourself a sandwich. Exactly. It's it's exactly. And then you come home and you know oh. that you don't have to cook anymore. Yes. And we're not realizing the tremendous pain that we're putting our our health through. Yeah. We and don't. this and this is all. In general, it goes to affecting our mental health. Our brain feeds off whatever we're eating, mm-hmm. and it, it was it, it was so hard for me to understand this. And honestly, I've been I don't know if I, I I think I just mentioned it, but I've been drinking a lot of water. I've been taking my vitamins. I've been you know more conscious about the things I'm putting in my body. Honestly, at work, I have a whole a, a pantry full of junk food for employees <laughs> and it's like it's, it's room of hell, oh my god honestly it's the room of hell because every time i pass by i'm like so tempted to grab pop darts because i love pop darts <laughs> and that's so bad <laughs> i was just and, seeing like all these things that pop tarts contain i was like if i keep yeah. watching these things i'm not and gonna I, eat nothing <laughs> and i just i can't sometimes i break my you know i break the whole think of of getting to a, a better healthy routine and it's okay to break it you know i'm not gonna say that i'm yeah. perfect yeah of course but i'm getting there you know i'm step by step i'm taking the, the right steps to not eat so much sugar like i know i'm not eating the amounts of sugar that i was eating before yeah and i'm getting better at it mm-hmm. but I, it's because i chose to do it i didn't wait for someone to come get me out of bed to do it and this is where this is where I myself had to realize that not because my family doesn't understand, because my family doesn't understand what I'm going through sometimes. That's not 
an excuse for me to lay down on my bed and cry myself to sleep because no one understands me. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. got to a point where it, got, it was getting so hard that I, I felt so alone in this process, in this, in this process that I, you know, I just, I couldn't cope anymore. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm going to have to tell my husband to take me to the hospital because I'm feeling like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to lose my head. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was very scary. Very, very scary. And I got to a point where no one's going to do for me what I need to do for myself. No. Nope. And no one's going to come. Have you ever seen the, the audio on Instagram of girls working out? And, you know, there's an audio. Yeah, no one's going to come. No one's going to come get you out of bed. No yeah. one's going to come. No mm-hmm. one's going to tell you that you need to do this and that. Yeah. Yep. I just felt so related to that audio that I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I have to break myself free from these chains. I have mm-hmm. to do it myself. No one's going to come save me. I have to yeah. save myself. I'm my own best friend. Exactly. And, you know, I'm also, I'm also in this workshop for anxiety, anxiety workshop. And I've just, you know, it's, it's taught me to face my own fears. Mm-hmm. And, I avoided a lot of fears. I avoided, you know, I have this um, phobia, I would say. I don't know if it's phobia, but I, I I, don't like alligators. Like, I have had this thing for alligators for a very long time. Like, I'm really, really afraid of alligators. Really? I've had nightmares with alligators. I, I like, I... What, there's, I just, there's phobia, I think, because there's people who are, like, I know people who can't even see a toy snake because they get paranoid so I don't know if you get to that and I get I I haven't gotten to a point where I'm like paranoid and I and I you know go to the zoo and I would see them and I'm like okay but I I would always ask my husband like what is the point of that animal like why was it (laughs) what's the point why (laughs) why was it ever created like what is the purpose of an alligator honestly on earth I, I ask myself that with a lot of animals, trust me. Like, what's yeah. the point of a cockroach? Because like, cockroaches are just nothing. Yes. I'm like, I'm trying to understand God, honestly. Like, God, I'm trying to understand you, but I'm like, what is the purpose of an alligator? <laughs> or many animals that I just don't know why they exist. Yeah. Yeah. And when I see an alligator, I just, I hear, I used to like hear a lot of stories about. Um, you know, there's there was a, a story last year about this kid that he was on a boat on one of the ferries go on uh, going to Disney, a Disney park, mm-hmm. and and alligator just jumped out of the water and grabbed him and took him. And yeah, I've seen. Oh my god, I've seen videos. Oh of my god, I just uh, when I heard <laughs> that story, I just I was having nightmares because of my daughter. Like, what if an alligator takes my daughter? <laughs> yeah. You know, it sounds crazy, but it's become a little bit of a phobia. So I've been, you know, I've been working on it. I've been, I even told my husband the other day, can we go to the zoo and go look at the alligators? I need to face this fear. <laughs> did, and did then my it? mom, this week, my mom tells me, let's go walk around the, the apartment. We have two small ponds, like small lakes. Mm-hmm. And we were walking outside. And when I'm walking outside... I'm like, honestly, like I notice every single thing that's going around me. And <laughs> when I'm 
when I'm walking, I freaking notice that there's an alligator in the lake. Oh, man. And then I tell my mom, mommy, yo le digo, yo le digo en español, I told her in Spanish, I'm like, mommy, eso es un freaking cocodrilo. <laughs> and she goes, I told my mom, that's a freaking alligator. And, and she goes, deja la pendeja que son el No. You know how Latino moms. Yes, yes. Deja esa pendeja que usted se mete cosas en la cabeza. And um, to translate, she's like, uh, stop, stop being silly. You're just putting stuff in your head that's not there. And I'm like, yeah. mommy, look at that freaking thing moving. That's an alligator. And she's like, that's not an alligator. That's just garbage on the, on the, Katie, that thing got closer and closer. And it was freaking alligator. And I'm like, oh, you yeah. not believe, now you believe me? And she's like, oh my God, that's an alligator. Let's run out of here. <laughs> that she ran. That she wanted now to she wanted to run. Oh my God, that's and so funny. I just, you know, I, I'm like, you know what? Let me face this fear. And I just stood there and I started, I started, I got the chancla because there's, there's this famous video that I've seen on Instagram of a girl, like uh, she was threatening a, an alligator with a chancla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she would grab the chancla and she would, you know, uh, try, she would do like threatening the, she would threaten the, the alligator. And mm-hmm. the alligator starts swimming back. And like, that's so funny. So I took my chancla and I started doing the same thing to see if that thing would go away. <laughs> Did it? It didn't go that away. So fu- no. Hell no. It stayed there. <laughs> like, no, let's just leave. But um, it's not, it's not that I'm extremely afraid. It's just that I don't like that animal. I think it's ugly. I think it looks It's not ugly. a real phobia then. Because if it was a phobia, you would be like... You would have yeah. ran out I of would've... there and not try to go with the chancla after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not. Oh my god, that's so I funny. Know. I know, but um... I'm sorry if you guys hear me coughing like in the background. I have like uh my kids have been sick and then now I'm getting sick, so bear with me. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So um I think we completely like left our, our topic out of the way out of the whole conversation. <laughs> but <laughs> coming back to our topic, I feel like just know that only you have control over your own emotions. And mm-hmm. I know it's hard to on to you know to realize what I'm saying. Because I've been there, I've heard this many times, and uh, my answer was always, you just don't know what I'm going through. You just don't know what my head is thinking. <laughs> you, you're not in my head to feel this. And mm-hmm. I would just isolate myself from people that just didn't get me, and it made it worse. And I think that is not only <clears throat> also when it comes to uh, mental health, maybe there are things that you don't feel supported with so many other things like, um, you know, wanting to do, let's say you have this great idea about opening up a business or doing something for you, for yourself and your life and your significant other or, or anyone, your siblings, whoever they might try to knock that, that dream out, like knock whatever you want to do out of your, you know, their mindset. And it makes you feel like crap. It makes you feel like, should I even move forward? Yeah. With doing any of this because having someone with that negativity all the time can really break a person as well. Um, 
and another thing can be uh, sexuality, maybe not accepting um, your child, um, let's say, you know, the child's sexuality, it could, that is yeah. another big topic. Yeah. To, to that maybe, especially, and I, and again, I'm going to focus a lot of the Hispanic because we come from Hispanic culture and a lot of these things come from them where they are Hispanic culture. They don't accept a lot of things, sexuality with gays and lesbians, all this stuff. They don't accept it. Um, a lot of them because they come from a very Catholic um, background and you know of course they say it's not of God and all this stuff and not accepting that that's another hard thing but that can lead that specific topic can also lead to a breaking point to that person that's dealing with it because it can become suicide it become depression it become a lot so that's something that it's a very delicate topic because um I feel like they it's it's a it's a mindset it's like ignorance I feel like it's yeah. ignorance yeah and and I, I think we should do a whole episode about that yeah. <laughs> maybe another day but um yeah it, it comes with it's it has to do with a lot of things yeah. support with with maybe a job offer that you guys oh I don't know why you're gonna get that job because you know you're not making enough money or or you know you need to be making more on this like just little it, it could be the littlest things that you don't feel that you're supported, don't let anybody lock, knock, knock you down, whether it's your significant other, whether it's the closest person that you have to you, what whatever it is, don't let it get to you. Yeah. And whatever it is that you want to do with your life for you, just like you're working on you, Jess, and you're doing what you have to do, you're making mental health your bitch, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing what you have to do for you. I'm getting to the point of my life where I'm going to do, I'm starting to do what I want to do for myself. And it feels great. Don't you feel different? Don't you feel great when you don't let anyone or anything get involved? Yeah. So no matter how hard it is and it's hard, trust me, it's hard when you don't have, especially if you have someone you're living with and you know that they're supposed to be your best friend and they're supposed to be your number one support and you don't have that. It's, that's another tough pill to swallow. So just know that you need to, um, whatever you want to put your mind to, do it por encima on top of anybody who wants to, you know, stop you. Don't let anybody be a stumbling block for you. Just yeah. And I feel like, you know, when I got married, I, I got, I'm 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 in so much love with my husband. Like I love him so much, and we've had mm-hmm. such a such beautiful three years in our relationship and in our marriage. And I yeah, not lately I've been thinking like I can't I can't completely mentally and emotionally depend on a relationship. I have yeah. to love myself myself first. Yep. To always think that I'm my only best friend. Yes. And that there's a, a chance, a possibility that our relationship might change at a certain point. And I'm always going to have me at the end of the road. Yeah. So it's important to always, you know, have that love for that, for your, your partner, but always center yourself, yourself, first. Center yeah. yourself in the fact that you are the only one that will always be there for you. Yep. Because relationships change. 
Yes. And it doesn't matter what you think now that, oh, my husband would never do that to me. Like our love is so pure and we mm -hmm. still so much. And right now we're doing so good. It doesn't mean that it might not change. Yeah. If you're not mentally strong. You know, right now, I'm oh, sorry. Yourself. <clears throat> if you're not mentally strong for like yourself and, and put yourself first then when that road comes where that person does change and doesn't you know it's not the person you thought that person was it's going to hit you hard and you yeah. have to be mentally like there where you're going to say okay well either he he does this or he doesn't or she or whatever the case may be or I do what I want to do they accept it or not then maybe that's when you have to call it quits yeah and a big example of this is Kim Kardashian and Kanye West right oh now. Oh my god, yeah. I know mm. it's a whole dilemma on that and I yeah. I um I like the Kardashians. Like I I Yeah, me too. Their, their I've been show. watching them since day one. A lot of things. I know they might be a little bit you know, <laughs> superficial and there's a lot of things that, you know, it doesn't happen to every single person on earth and only happen to her and mm -hmm. to them actually. And they're lucky as hell to have the life that they live mm -hmm. but there's a lot of things that happen to them that it's it, it happens to in general to a lot of people and right now oh like, yeah the harassment scary what she's going through it is it's really scary it's so public and you know you you i follow the story since mm -hmm. 2000 2009 when they started going out and then they mm -hmm. got married in 2014 and I remember you know they were so in love and so obsessed with each other and mm -hmm. he even changed her whole wardrobe for him and you know her style he completely changed her mm -hmm. and to see what it's become now the toxicity that their relationship is now it's crazy that you know when a and and I was I I followed the daily show mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Noah, I, I, don't, I forgot his last name, but he was saying that this is what happens when the girl or the woman decides to leave or decides to end. Yeah, a lot of men won't accept it. And this is, in general, this is what happens in relationships. Mm -hmm. When we realize that at the end of the road, we are our own best friends. Yeah. And that support from family comes from you first. You are yep. your best friend. You are your best, your your own family. And you will only get out of a hole, a dark hole in your life yep. because of yourself. And, and look, and, and, <clears throat> and let me tell you, her with all that money that she has, she's still, and look at, he used to give her all the big gifts, all the big things, but she was still able to put herself first and say, I need my happiness and my peace. And yeah. she decided to remove herself from that. Yeah. And I feel like her with all the money that she had, all the stuff, anybody else can do it. If you feel yeah. like your relationship is in a toxic place and you're not getting anywhere, you're not meeting eye to eye, his mental state is not fully there either. Um, but that's what you that, need to part ways for your own yeah. sake. But that, and that's what I don't get either because, you know, he has this mental health. Yeah, his, he has a, it, yeah. And he knows that, yeah. you know, your mental, your mental, your mental emotions mm -hmm. become worse when you do this. Yeah, really worse. Like I've seen, oh my goodness, the things that I've seen, like, that are coming out now, like the, his behavior and all, and the way that she has composed herself because this she exactly... has, has so much like 
the posture and like i don't know how she did it exactly like this is how you (laughs) realize you realize that this is why she left him yeah this is how he probably acted the whole Mm -hmm. time with her and us we're seeing this publicly and it's sad to see this like this and stays quiet most of the time and she doesn't because she knows that he's going through a mental you know situation and she doesn't the worst she's been extremely understanding of him yeah courtney too courtney went through it with scott scott was a big big um asshole sorry to say curse over here but he was (laughs) and now that he's trying to get his stuff together you know it was too late and she looked for her happiness and she's living her best life and she these these girls put themselves their happiness themselves their kids first and i feel like if that's what you need to do for yourself you need to do what you have to do for you because don't wait for anybody to root for you don't wait for anybody to do it for you get in that mental state where you're okay and you're loving yourself where you can look yourself in the mirror and be like i am a badass biatch and i look good i can do this i can because nobody's gonna be sitting here telling you that every day yeah and they're a perfect example what they're going through girl i felt sorry for myself for such a long time like i victimized Mm -hmm. myself for such a long time like i would always be like i just don't feel good today i'm not gonna get out of bed i i you know, people just don't understand me. Baby, you just don't understand what I'm going through. Yeah. And I just... We victimize ourselves. That's exactly. I've, I've been through that role, too, where I just like, oh, you just don't understand. Like, you don't feel bad. Like, you're not going to help me. Like, you're not going to like, no, why am I telling you to help me? I'm the one I need to help myself. Yeah. And us, especially as moms, we tend to do everything in the household. Oh, my God. Yeah. We mm-hmm. are responsible for so many things. And even when we say, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. And either you help me or I just, I'm, I'm going to stop doing this. We have a heart that we know we're not, we're never going to stop doing it. Yep. We love our kids. Yep. And this is something that we need to accept. Moms are moms and dads are dads, but there's nothing like a mother's love. Oh, absolutely. And I learned that. Let me tell you, I learned that this week. I've been alone this week. Um, my husband has been out of the country, so I've been alone right now, and I was so upset that I have was ha- dealing with all of this um, right. alone, yeah. right? Um, the kids getting sick back to back and doing that, and then I had to realize and sit back, and I, I, I had all that frustration, all the anger, whatever, I let it out, but then I had to sit back and I said to myself, whether he's present or not, this is my job. I am the mom, and no matter what, he was not going to help either way. What if he's, if he was present or not? That's just something that I've been dealing with, and that he, you know, his schedule, all these things come about, and I have to realize that I have to accept certain things and learn how to manage it, mm-hmm. not let it get to my to my um, self where I'm extremely overwhelmed to the point where I'm gonna be lashing out screaming or being angry we have to learn how to balance ourselves not saying that we have to be the ones to do everything and we have to let the men sit back no absolutely not because there are men out there who will cook who will clean who will take care of the kids who will do what they have to do but guess what there's some men who have that hispanic mentality again who will not understand and they will not do anything because they say they're the man they bring the money to the house and that's what they have to do and we have to do but you know what there's only so much we can control and I have keep telling myself, like, can I control this? I can't control this. Okay, let it go. I can't control it right now. Yeah. We have to get ourselves to that 
mindset. But like I said, it's not that I'm saying you got to put up with the crap. You don't got to put up with nothing, none of that. But know that you're first. Get your mind right first for you. And everything else will fall into place. Exactly. Exactly. I applaud you, girl, because I feel like you're you're just so strong. I don't know how I do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but that's that is love. I think it's the love for our kids that yeah, they push me out of their zone. Yeah, because let me tell you, from having my daughter nebulizing her where she's wheezing and then I have the other one vomiting um and then I'm not feeling good I'm on my menstrual cycle I am um going through it I'm feeling like I'm getting under the weather and I'm still pulling through picking myself up to cook to clean to take care of them and putting myself last in a way because I have I have to tend to them first but then once they're asleep once they then I have to then I'll go have my tea I'll do my to get pick myself up for the next day you know so I can get through it again the next day but it's tough us as moms we have it really 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 tough especially when you don't have that significant other who will pull lift you up it's even harder yeah so for those single moms out there i applaud you because it is not easy yeah. it really isn't sisters that um you know they don't have partners mm -hmm. and each have two kids and yeah. they just I don't even know how they do it. It's hard. But they just oh. do it with such, you know, grace. Mm -hmm. And they make sure that they provide and, and they're there and they go out and have fun with their kids. And, you know, they make sure that the kids know that there's no need to, to, yeah, a father figure is very important, but if yeah. he's not there, they'll still be happy. Yes. And they'll still manage to get through life. And I imagine that so much for them because they're the biggest hustler ever. Like they hustle so much. Now, now my little sister, she's 25 and she just bought her, her house. Wow. Without any partner, any partner's help without anyone's help. She bought it herself. That is so awesome. She bought another house soon. She bought it by herself. So mm -hmm. it, I just feel so proud of them. And I give, want to give them a shout out here. Oh, you guys are doing amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome because um, it, it really is hard um, to balance all of that alone and to be able to get your own house, get your stuff together and be mentally stable and they're good, you know, like not a lot of women can say that. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that um, us realizing that you'll never... You'll never be better with thinking that the world has to victimize you as well. Mm -hmm. A victim is not the answer. Yes. Right? Feeling like you're understood all the time and that you you they, they get you and that, you know, people are, are there for you all the time. It's not going to be like that. All it's the time. not. Mm-mm. Only you will be there for yourself all the time. And it was, it took me a very long time to, to get this. It's hard. A lot of people won't, it, it takes a lot to accept all yeah. of that, you know, like to understand that you can't change anyone, that you can't make anyone, and you can't get into, you can't pick someone else's brain. You can't <laughs> go in there and say, hey, you know, I want you to, it's real easy to go and say, hey, Jess, um, 
just pick yourself up and do whatever you just snap out of it yeah. when you're not in the shoes if you're not really going through it physically emotionally no one will ever ever know and understand so how are you going to expect to just a person to just change their mind be like oh my god yeah i understand exactly where you're going it's not gonna happen it's not yeah like it does support I mean, having the support is great like if you have a partner that they support you that's wonderful yeah. but don't always expect the the more you expect the more you're gonna be um lamentando afterwards the more yeah. you're gonna be disappointed the less you expect the more better you're gonna live your life exactly but also i don't wanna if you're listening to this and you have you know that's going through a mental condition or a mental situation mm -hmm. such as anxiety or depression or bipolar or any other health condition with your mental state i i honestly you don't have to understand everything that that person is going through mm -hmm. but the mere fact that you when they're going through a tough time when they're you know answer in a bad way when you're talking to that person and You don't know where, where that irritability is coming from. You don't know where um, the way she's answering is coming from. Um, just try to try to understand that that person does not doesn't mean what that person is is, is trying to say. Mm -hmm. Actual situation is the actual anxiety moment that makes us say things that we don't want to say. And the yeah. I find it I find that whenever I'm in that situation. Husband, when my husband comes and hugs me and just you know he lays down with me and he just caresses my 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 face and my hair and when I feel like he's hugging me that's when I feel like most calm and then I come to my senses and then I you know I I say sorry yeah just being there just being there yeah it doesn't even have to be yeah like talking or like you don't have to fully understand but just listen be there hug just show some type of emotion where you're just showing that little bit of support that we need just to like exactly. calm make just the, calm or things. just the words it's going to be okay brings such peace to an anxious oh mind. yes mm -hmm. when my husband tells me this i just you know i believe it when yeah. i talk to my dad and he tells me this is just a moment in your life this is not your life yes This is just a moment in your life. And when you're 60, when you're 70, you're going to go back to laughing mm -hmm. about this moment in your life. <laughs> I've been told that this, this whole week. Yep. It's so true. And I, and not only when you're dealing with, yes. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I was saying not <laughs> only when you're when you feel like you're dealing with these mental illnesses where you snap like that, but even just being like for myself, like being a mom in general, um, the other day, like I just I was so frustrated. I just snapped on one of my kids for like the littlest thing and I felt so bad afterwards, but I was able to come to, you know, and apologize. And as a mom, you know, you think that just because you're the mom, you, you're never, you always write. No, you need to be able to also yeah. come when you do stuff wrong and show them that you're, you're, you're human. You're not perfect. And explain to them, you know, and I had to say, I'm sorry. I was just upset. I'm very frustrated. It's not your fault. Um, you know, and it just apologize because it's very important that 
you know, your kids don't look like, oh, mom is perfect and I can't, you know, say anything because mom, no, like you make mistakes too. Yeah. And that's okay. But being able to realize that it's, it, it's even better. So I just wanted to say that because it's not only with, with when that you, you know, sometimes you feel like you snap or you, because of your anxiety and stuff. But I think just in general, when you stress the heck out with all these kids and work and this and that and balancing yeah. everything out, it can just push you to the edge. Yeah. But you know, there's moments where I, there's everything is just calm in my life and mm-hmm. there's nothing for me to be worried about. But then I could be having like in my head, I could be going through so many thoughts at the same time, mm-hmm. and bring so much anxiety that I just snap. And then my husband looks yeah. at me and he's like, what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? You were just yeah, yeah. fine. Why are you talking to me this way? Why? And I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm anxious. Like I, I, I tell him, I'm, I'm, I don't know. There's so many things going through my head right now. And he starts yeah. asking me what's, what's happening. What are you thinking about? And then he's like, baby, you're thinking about the most stupid, the stupidest things ever. Like, <laughs> Well, that's what happens about... when you have anxiety. You think you overthink, and then yeah, your mind is going at a hundred. Yeah, and that's the thing about anxiety. You, mm-hmm. you it's the stupidest little things. Yep, that the will drive you insane. Little things that you worry about, mm-hmm. but they make you anxious, and that's it's why it's called you know a condition, a mental, a mental, not a mental condition. I would say like a a moment of an- anxiousness in your life. Mm-hmm. And being there, it's, it's, you know, it cures a lot of the symptoms. So, it helps. It really does help. Yeah. Yeah, it helps a lot. And, it really does help. But, um, yeah. But, I mean, overall, guys, um, you know, the, the moral basically is you just, you, don't, you can't expect every single person to understand where you're coming from, what you're dealing with, what you're going through. You can't change anyone. Um. And you just have to start with yourself, dig within yourself, find yourself, work on yourself for you, not for anyone else. Once you get to that moment where you're working on yourself, where you love yourself and you put you first, everything else will fall into place. And you'll see that even those moments when you feel like they are not getting it, you're going to brush it off like nothing. Exactly. So, um, you know, two days ago I was doing my my I would say my dream map my I cut out a bunch of pictures and I just put them in a you know in a A vision board a vision board yeah Mm -hmm. and I just I I, it took me a long time to find pictures because I was really trying to focus more on my feelings and being more Mm -hmm. conscious about my mindfulness and um focusing more on my mental health and my family and God, my spirituality. Mm -hmm. And I just came across a word that said, you know, be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I realized that every single day when I wake up and I feel anxious, I just tell myself, this is going to pass. These are just thoughts passing through. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't define the person that I am. And when I I notice that when I'm sweet to myself, when I'm kind to myself, I might not be getting rid of my anxiety completely, but it's helping me realize that I'm my biggest supporter and that I need to be kinder to myself. Yes. So start, if you want to be understood, 
start with yourself start yes. understanding your own self absolutely so that you 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 understand that kindness comes from you first yep that's right so um so i know you have to get to going go. yes so um we actually yeah we hit our mark anyways but thank you so much another um good episode that we yeah. did just it's always a good time to talk to you and we talk all the time guys but yeah <laughs> we um always come up with these different topics and as we're talking and going through actual life situations that we're both going through and then we come up with the topics so yeah. thank you so much for tuning in and um supporting us and if, if you have any questions or anything don't forget to shoot us a dm through our ig mama you're not crazy yes and you'll find our personal instagram accounts there as well thank you for following us thank you for all the good feedback follow us uh rate us give us some feedback and if you have a story you want to share you can always be a guest speaker in our show and thank you guys for listening and i hope you know this personal experiences help you thrive and understand yourself a little bit more in your mental state Mm -hmm. just be happy and know that you you're never ever alone that we're here with you yes that's right you're not alone never yeah. alone <laughs> yes all right jess so have a great day you too take have care bye day. guys thank you right. bye, bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Mama You're Not Crazy, where you will find our personal Instagram accounts. Please seek professional help if you're experiencing any signs of depression or suicidal thoughts. And remember, you are never, ever alone.